who doesn't size. We all go a little mad sometimes. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? You're gonna need a bigger boat. They're coming to get you, Barbara. I'll play again. Did you know I'm utterly insane? I'm just gonna bash you. What's blood for? If not for shitting. Welcome to 31 Days of Horror Movies 2021. I'm your host, Sam Johnston. Back with me again, as always at this point, Adam, Leslie, Allison, the movie that we just watched, which is Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. From 2001, directed and written by Richard Kelly. After narrowly escaping a bizarre accident, a troubled teenager is plagued by visions of a man in a large rabbit suit who manipulates him to commit a series of crimes. Hmm. Manipulate. Crimes. So this was definitely, I'd seen this movie before. Actually, multiple times I've seen this movie before. This viewing was the first time that I felt like I can actually, like, get a grasp on what's going on. Mm. Somewhat. Some, as much as you possibly can. I felt like I can make a... Finally, I can make like a determination of what I think is going on. Yeah. Whereas other times when I watch this, it was just like made me feel a certain way, mm-hmm. and I didn't really understand necessarily what was going on. I enjoyed it still. Uh, I had seen it once before, okay. again, probably something like ten years yeah. ago, yeah. Um, and I just remember feeling things and crying at the end of it, and like mm-hmm. that song just being so impactful. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't. I did not understand the movie at all. I did not get yeah. what was going on. At all when I watched it the first time and so coming back to it I felt like I was catching a lot more things maybe it was because I was writing notes but it felt like man I I felt like I was catching on to the story because I watched it not as looking up to Donnie but as looking uh you know like he is younger than us and he is going through things that like we've already like kind of passed through in some sense. And so that's what I was kind of like, I'm like, I'm caring for Donnie Mm. as a, like a, (laughs) as a character and as a kid. I was, I, I had uh, more of a connection with the parents cause he's not, they're the only parents that are not fucking, you know, absorbed with this like new trend, you know, that we get to see in this, life of Donnie's. I very much felt like it was the first time. It's been probably yeah, six-ish years since I've seen it, and I don't rem- I didn't remember a thing. Mm-hmm. You guys were like, oh yeah, the ending, and I was like, I, I mm-hmm. didn't remember anything. So I felt very, like everything was overwhelming. Like mm-hmm. I, I feel like you guys picked out smaller details than I did, because every- I was trying to make sense of anything. Mm-hmm. I say, let's get into it. Let's get into Donnie Darko. And it starts off, even before we see anything, we're getting sounds of a storm coming. The first thing that we actually see, though, is Donnie in the road. I think that uh, Jake Gyllenhaal does a fantastic job in this movie. I really do. I I think that something that I keep coming back to with this whole movie is how much does he really know? How much does he remember? Mm Mm-hmm. Has how many times has he done this before? Because mm. he has this knowing smile a lot of this movie. I think Jake Gyllenhaal did great because I think there's also like a really big sense of vulnerability that matches those. So it's like he's knowing, but I think he also does a very good job of like, there's a huge sense of vulnerability in him. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just with the therapist, but in almost every scene. He's right. Yeah, he's writing through. We're kind of giving introduction to his um, 
family too. We see his dad. We see his sister. And his mom is reading Stephen King. His mom is it. reading Stephen King. It, which is great. And but they're also going back and forth between uh, normal motion and slow motion and fast motion a lot of times during these scenes. They're playing with time in a lot of these scenes, which time travel. So is he in in some way? As we learn, this whole movie is about time and time traveling and moving through time. It makes me wonder if Donnie's editing it. Mm-hmm. to his, the music that's playing. Mm-hmm. It could mm-hmm. be. Maybe that's why he's like smiling in the beginning. And he's laughing at the end. So it's like... Well, I think the use of music is maybe more towards like a rhythm. A rhythm. There's a there's a rhythm to life. Mm-hmm. And no matter if you try to change what the outcome is, it always still returns to the same rhythm. Family's dynamic is very eating. interesting. It's very interesting. It's a playful kind of relationship, I think, that they all mm-hmm. have with each other. Yeah. But it's in this scene, too, it goes from playful to serious, back to play- playful very fast. Because they're, yeah, they're having this conversation, and then suddenly we're talking about Donnie being medicated. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. off his med. He's not taking his meds. That he's in therapy. Something happened. But suck a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. suck a fuck. <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. But I think it's interesting because they're talking about his psychosis and his like, he's off his meds. He's, you know, he's, he's his therapist. But the family breaks like that through the whole film. Like the dad's super serious. Then they'll be like, ah, super serious. Mm-hmm. Or the mom will be like yelling and then she'll like laugh and then mm-hmm. go back to like, they all have these break moments. Mm-hmm. And it's very, but like, he's the one with the problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's interesting. Emotion is silly and we're all having fun with it. And we all can be outside of our emotions and feel them at the same time, which is a very, it it feels very genuine in one way because it's like, oh yeah, we're all experiencing this together and isn't like, isn't that so human of us? But then in the other way of storytelling, it's like, it's kind of lying to you saying that you're in control of everything all the time, uh, which they're not. This is a family that seems to have each other's backs. Mm -hmm. I actually really like the Darkos. They, and you said it before, these parents are actually concerned about their children, whereas all the other parents feel like they're concerned about the awards and the whatever, the mm-hmm. accolades in school. Yeah, everything they that really seem, doesn't matter. They seem mm-hmm. real. And so this is actually the first moment when we see Diane taking his pills. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is a thing that happens, again, we see him taking his pills, and then things happen after he takes his pills, which... I think is the movie almost giving a, us an excuse not to believe what's going on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because he takes his pills and then we start seeing a big ass rabbit. Mm-hmm. I, well, yeah, yeah. I wrote down, it gives us, that was one of my big notes. It gives us doubt to Donnie's character. Then we get our title card of October 2nd, 1988, yeah. 1988. Mm-hmm. My bad. Wake up, wake up. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. the first time that we hear Frank. Like, the voice creeped me out more than seeing the mask. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. The voice is so much more, like, hair-raising to me. Yeah. Even though it's, I mean, it might be because it's so detached of emotion. Because it's so void. Mm-hmm. You're just like, okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> it seems to fill everything, too, though. Like, whatever effect that they're putting on that seems to completely take over everything else, mm-hmm. every other sound that's going mm-hmm. on. So it does feel just very much in front of everything that's going on, even the video. It feels like... You can't ignore it. You can't ignore it at all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 
And eventually the voice of Frank takes him to the golf course. And that's where we finally see him for the first time. <laughs> big, big six foot bunny rabbit. I mean, rabbits show up multiple times throughout this movie. But also, when I think of rabbits, I can't help but think of Alice in Wonderland. Mm. And this is also uh, a moment where we are traveling hmm. into a parallel universe. Donnie Darko is following through a rabbit hole. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. He's about to literally go into an alternate universe. Yeah. Wormholes. And, a wormhole. And the bunny is like running out of time. We got. Uh, He's talking about time already. Yeah, you're late time, for a very time, important time. date. He sets pretty much our time clock for the entire movie. Which 28 Leslie- days, 6 hours, 42 minutes, and 12 seconds. The world will end. Mm-hmm. That's what he says. The world will end. And that's when the world would end. So let me go back to Donnie's house. Mm-hmm. And... Uh-oh. It landed on your ha- on your room. Mm-hmm. It was, it, a jet engine has come out mm-hmm. of nowhere. And landed on Donnie Darko's house. Mm-hmm. And on his room specifically. In his room. But they that haven't seen him all night. Them. They haven't seen him all night. No. Yeah. He's been gone all night. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting because he seems to come back in the morning multiple times mm-hmm. and they're pretty unconcerned about that yeah yeah as concerned as these parents are about his mental health and all that they're pretty unconcerned about where he is all night mm-hmm. and then we go to the parents in their room mm-hmm. and yeah the dad is i wrote down he seems changed in this scene because before yeah he's kind of this jokey guy doesn't really have a good shit but he's like affected by what happened because Mm -hmm. he realizes that if Donnie didn't sleepwalk or whatever they think happened to him, he would be dead. He talks about his friend who died in a car accident on the way to the prom and they always said that he was doomed. Yeah. Yeah. Are they saying the same thing about Donnie? Yeah. He he says specifically Donnie. They they would be saying the same thing about Donnie, but he dodged it. I think they're really referencing this mental illness aspect of these characters in the sense of like, man, these these kids need to go to therapy. They need to get medication. They need to be normal. They're doomed. And they're not. They're doomed. And he's recognizing that a cycle that he's seen before, mm-hmm. he's recognizing it in his universe mm-hmm. now. Again. Ooh. He's seeing it happen again. Uh, we're going through the school. And again, we're having another scene where time is speeding up, slowing down. Mm. Oh, yeah. There's like, yeah. We're meeting the, the gym teacher. We're seeing the principal. Kitty, yeah, Kitty, the gym Kitty. teacher. The girls oh, are dancing. Gym. The girls are dancing. Yes. We're seeing the bully guy. This is clearly a private school. They have money. Mm. Everyone's in a uniform. Um the students are snorting coke, so they have access to money, obviously. It's interesting that their mascot is a mutt, essentially, not purebred. Mm-hmm. When it's the mascot of this very rich, seemingly purebred community, or they would think of themselves as that. Mm-hmm. But it's also a mixture of animal and human. It's got that, especially that statue has this sort of like human physicality mm-hmm. to it after the head comes down it just has this human body seeming and then like like animal feet and that's kind of that's <laughs> frank frank's frank is is a mixture of human and animal as well mm-hmm. like a chimera a chimera of sorts it's kind of this idea of tapping into an animal instinct that we have or even the fact of an animal instinct of knowing something bad is going to happen before it does yeah that's something i feel like 
people do. Yeah. We like, do. Birds, birds will fly away from an area. Dogs will bark if there's a storm coming. Like animals seem to know when something bad is going to happen much long before yeah. people do. Uh, so the oh, girl, oh, Gretchen right. comes in and then it's like, no, 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 a harp's playing. And then she's like, pick a seat next to a cute guy. She kind of <laughs> makes like a, like little eyes at Donnie and she's like, you bitch, move out of the way. The teacher. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was like, yeah, find an empty seat. No, 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 no. Take her seat. Our first introduction yes. to Grandma Death. Grandma Death. Mm-hmm. And she, yeah, she's just standing <clears throat> in the middle of the road. And she, we later learn that she has a thing where she checks her mailbox and then turns around, goes to the middle of the road, and then goes back to her mailbox and checks mm-hmm. it. She's constantly just checking Is her she mailbox. really 101 years old? I would believe that. That's what they say. And then she whispers in Donnie Darko's ear. Mm, she like stumbles over to him and... She's like, every creature on this earth dies alone. I don't know how he takes that. I don't. I honestly don't know if he's actually scared about that. Because he is scared about dying alone, but he also almost knows that his fate is to be alone. He's like a lone... This whole time, he's a lone traveler. Yeah. My thing about this movie is I think that he is... From the beginning of the movie, he's traveled to this alternate... This is like an alternate universe where he doesn't die. Mm-hmm. And he's traveled here when he's laying in that road he's traveled back in time we have just seen him like arrive in this time period so when is this uh he's traveled to this point from the moment that he's supposed to die when the thing hits him or he's traveled from the moment that like at the very end um I think that he has traveled from the moment of him supposed to die. Ah, because okay. he this is an alternate universe where he doesn't die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything that happens from that moment is because he didn't die, mm-hmm. essentially. How many people does he save or spare at the end? The things that he's are that he's doing mm-hmm. are actually for good. He um outs Patrick Swayze and the whole thing, you know, he I don't know. I, I can't figure out what the whole flooding the school was good, but I don't know. It's it, so that he could he walk. Um, so he can go Gretchen with Gretchen. Yeah. Oh, yes. Which then he, in that you scene, go together? in that mm-hmm. scene, he says, you and I never had this conversation. Mm. Like he knows that this moment mm. didn't happen mm. because he wasn't alive and he wouldn't have caused the flooding and then blah, blah, blah. Mm. That was just another moment kind of cluing us into how much does he actually know mm-hmm. of what happened? Donnie dying saves every single person, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. Even he, Frank, even Patrick Swayze. He even saves Patrick Swayze, yeah. The fucking pedophile. But the question is, how much does he know of that this whole time? To me, it feels like he knows that is a thing and he's just seeing what a different what will happen if he actually didn't die this whole time. And he's like, yeah, I've gone to jail too. I burned down a, an abandoned house. Oh, yes. So that's when you're like, oh, okay. This kid no, long, no longer just has like mental mm-hmm. illness. But he legitimately did burn a house. Yeah, I mean, he's destructive. I did have a thought, though. Was he trying to open a portal or something? Mm-hmm. Was he doing some sort of weird time travel mm-hmm. shit with that? That's why I asked. I was like, what did he do? He burned on a house? Because they kept mentioning, the parents kept mentioning 
after this moment, our kid has been different. So he hadn't been crazy for a long time. At least that's what we understand through, you know. From their perspective. Their least. perspective of their, like, mm-hmm. when did he change? Where's our son? When did this, like, happen? I don't recognize this person. I don't recognize this person. We're having to take you to therapy and mm-hmm. have you be medicated. It's like, who are you? It also is the those same phrases that you use for someone who's going through puberty, like a, a kid going through like being a teenager. You're like, oh, I don't, I don't recognize you anymore. You're like, fuck you, mom. <laughs> yeah, and I like, just grew. You're a bitch, feet. and like, and that's that's a thing a, a teenager would say to their own parents. And she was like, Donnie Darko. That sounds like a superhero's name, and oh, yeah. I was just like. But he's supposed to be not the bad guy, but essentially in the eyes of society, he is the bad guy. And this girl, the only person that like accepts him for who he is, considers him to be a superhero. And even after he just said all that stuff that would make everyone else seem to view him as fucked up, Mm -hmm. she calls him a superhero. superhero. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then what is his response? How do you know I'm not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you know I'm not? Uh, Donnie medicates again in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And then that's when we see Frank uh, through the force field. And he's like touching it. And he's like, um, well, I can't. How are you doing that? Yeah. How are you doing that? And then Frank says, I can do anything I want to. And mm-hmm. so can you. And that's the first time I thought, okay, Donnie now knows actually the end of the world. If you knew when the end of the world was. Wouldn't you just do whatever the fuck you wanted? Wouldn't you just like do go balls? You know you're not gonna die. Especially if you're so living in go. this groundhog type of fucking day. Yeah. Might as well just do everything you fucking think of and say whatever the fuck you want, which he is. Mm-hmm. Because I think every time you see his eyeball and the like, the like stuff, it's all media. It's all media things. It's all video. It's all television. It's all movies. It's all like. Uh, uh, like information from a computer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like his future is all media things that he's seeing. And then uh, we see uh, uh, the, like when he goes to the movies mm-hmm. and there's that portal in the screen. It's mm-hmm. a portal in a, scr- in a movie theater screen. It's telling us that Safe movies are the portals to yeah. these other dimensions, to mm. these other times. And he watches Evil Dead and, um, oh, what was the second one? Oh, I didn't write I that. I thought it said Halloween and Halloween. Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, but when they were walking out, is a different Evil one. Evil Dead and the, pa- the or, uh, yeah. Passion of the Christ. It wasn't Passion of the Christ. Or Temptation of the Christ. Temptation of the Christ, yes. Evil Dead, Temptation of Christ. That's this movie, Evil mm-hmm. Dead, Temptation of Christ. There's possess- He's basically possessed in some times to do evil things. And then he's also uh, tempted and making sacrifices and tempted by the devil. But this is the fear and love timeline that we get. Yeah. The lifeline. The lifeline. Where there's only two things. Fear Fear and and love. love. And it's a spectrum. spectrum. Not really though. It's no fucking spectrum there at all. Yeah, I'm not really sure how that works. On fear or love. Because Mm -hmm. fear or love. Fear is the negative and love is the positive. And that's what they that's what she says. Cheating then, on a test, fear. And then, of course, Donnie comes up. I just don't get it. You put an X on the mark where it most 
correlates. No, 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 no. Not that. I get your assignment. Yeah, and I get the assignment, but life isn't that simple. Yeah, it's you not... can't clump two categories, two emotional categories. Yeah. You know, and especially, this... he almost says, like, especially these two. Like, why are these two things the two things that we've narrowed life down to? Mm-hmm. Fear and love. He's like, there's so many more things that come into play with it. And then he tells her where she can put her assignment. Yeah. The jelly chest scene, I think, is interesting because, and this point is brought up later by uh, the science teacher. If you can see your path, why don't you just walk the other way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one does that in this movie. No. Even Donnie Darko, who can see everyone's paths, he still is going on his path that he sees in front of him. And I, I just thought, like, why are you doing that? He calls it God's path. Yeah, he, he calls, calls it God's, God's path. path. And also he says, if you were to see your own path, not wanting to do it or not... Well, it's, if you see your own path, it just is the idea of you can then... There is no predetermined destiny, is what he's saying. Because mm-hmm. if you can see what your destiny is, that then gives you the ability to choose to go against it. Mm-hmm. Which means it's not your destiny. It's this. We- I don't. I don't really then, know how to take it. And then the it. teacher says, "If I cannot continue this conversation with you, yeah, oh yeah, because I then I would lose my job." And I was just like, "Why?" I think the teacher would have told him, "Fight against it." Right. If Essentially, you, God's not real. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you are seeing other things, go ahead and go for mm-hmm. it, you know? Um, and I think that's what this, like, whole God and, and, like, biblical thing going on is tying into science of being like, okay, cool, yes, this is not God's past, but there's still paths that we mm. can take. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're still going to be good or bad regardless because uh, it's still, like, a choice mm. that we are making because we truly do not see what lies ahead. Mm-hmm. And maybe the path that he was going towards, you know, the one that we see him go towards mm-hmm. was the one that he was supposed to determine every single outcome. But then he was giving a second chance of like, okay, are you going to do this again? Yeah. The way that I want you to, or are you going to spare your lie for the sake of uh, all these other people regardless of whether they're good or bad that's your theory my theory of the movie is that frank is the time traveling donnie darko the manifestation of frank is all that's left of the time traveling donnie darko because in the character donnie only follows what uh, only like changes reality following Frank's influence. Mm. Uh, and so I feel like, and Frank seems to be the one who has more control over reality than Donnie does. He's the one who can put up the force field, who can do like all the things. Um, and, uh, and until like you see him unmasked and see just the face of Frank, um, it's like, is that Donnie underneath that mask? Mm. You're like wondering who's underneath the mask. And then you see there's just this stranger basically until the end of the movie where he steps out and it's him. Um, But I still feel like that manifestation is the manifestation of the time traveler is Mm. the person who knows what's going to happen and knows and has been in this loop many times Mm -hmm. um, and is guide is giving knowledge to the kid Donnie. 
God's path. God's like path. we're just going along with what this jelly thing is guiding him. Yeah, to and like. God's path could be what Frank wants him to see. God, mm-hmm. in this case, could be Frank, mm-hmm. or God is himself. Mm-hmm. If Frank is a representation of Donnie trying to guide himself through this, then he is the master of his own destiny. If Frank dies, all these other things that Donnie Darko did will happen. But if Donnie Darko dies and Frank survives, then, you know, everybody kind of lives. This tangent universe that has been created is more destructive than it is uh, creative. Yeah. And his destruction creates a life for all of these people by the end. Mm-hmm. And it ends essentially where it began, where on the road, looking over the the rolling mm-hmm. hills or whatever. They're He's sitting beautiful. on the car and just laughing mm-hmm. and just saying, I'm about to go home. I'm about to go home. And that's the same spot that he, we started with him. I can't get the final images out of my mind of after his body is being taken into the, yeah, the ambulance, the song, first song, of all. Of course. Uh, and then uh, when Gretchen comes by and then talks to the kid who's living across the street. We haven't seen this kid the whole movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's just like, yeah, that kid just died. A airplane part fell on him. And she's like, oh, what's his name? Donnie Darko. Did you know him? I know him. No. And then there's that little wave she gives the mom. The mom. Because the mom mom, is like smoking. Yeah. Because she's detached from Yeah, absolutely. She can't uh, handle what's going on. And then mom waves like she like recognizes this and kind of waves back like feels like she needs to it's almost like a recogn a recognition that we both kind of remember him mm-hmm. even though we don't mm-hmm. what happened but n- they never met each other in ever mm-hmm. in the in the alternate universe in this universe they their paths never crossed ever but they still recognize each other's pain almost without recognizing what it is. Oh, all right. Damn. Wow. Donnie right. Darko, y'all. Donnie well, Darko. Please plug yourself before we get out of here. Uh, <laughs> season three, episode four, anywhere you can find podcasts. Check it out. Yes. Color me Leslie at Instagram. I'm colorful and my name is Leslie. True. And you can find me at BBPritchyT on Instagram. And also check out Playground Social, which yeah. is the studio that we're recording this in. You're fucking right And shout out to Allison, uh, who <laughs> yes. was sucked into a portal in mm-hmm. the middle of this episode. If I was Allison, I would have said we are sponsored by milk. Tostitos. Don't forget milk. Oh, and milk. And milk. And milk. And milk. <laughs> Where was that? Milk. What the? Oh, I could hear Oh, she's time traveling. Like I hear her. Ah. Oh, Wake up. Okay. Wake up. She's so spooky. Let's Wait. get spooky, y'all. Let's get spooky. Twenty-six days, four nights. Twenty-eight days, six hours, forty-two minutes, twelve seconds.